Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pro Football Playbook, presented by the Pigskin Podcast Network, your source for team news, draft needs, player profiles and rankings, full senior bowl, combine, and NFL draft coverage, news, analysis, discussion. It's in the playbook. Now, here is your host, sports journalist Bill Alpstead, and featured analyst Keith Myers. Greetings, football fans. Welcome in to Pro Football Playbook. I am Keith Myers. I am filling in for Bill, and filling in for me this week is Dana Orgoman from Archer Football and the Archer Football Podcast and, well, a whole bunch of other things because she's one of the, the busiest ladies in um, covering the NFL. So, um, But she's here helping me out this week, and welcome to the show. Thanks for coming in, Dana. Oh, thank you. I'm excited. We need... I love to chat football. I could do it all day. Well, that's, you kind of do, given all the sh- different, <laughs> all the different shows and all the different stuff that you do. Um, and it's such a such a pleasure to have you here. Um, you know, for our our new listeners for this show, uh, Dana's been a um, repeat guest many times on our other Bill and my other show. Um, absolutely fantastic guest, extremely knowledgeable, especially. Um, for the teams out West. And that's really what I wanted us to get into today because the AFC West is insane. You've got four good teams. All four of them look Mm -hmm. like they could be playoff teams, which is weird, but it's technically possible for all four teams to make the playoffs. Now that we have seven teams um, make the playoffs in each conference, it's not, I don't think it's going to happen because the bills and other teams are, are, are good as well. But, there's still four teams capable. And so you're here. You have to help me figure this out because (laughs) I, one week I I think I know what's going on and then, then everything gets all blown up. And I, then I, I, I don't know what's going on and everything I thought was real is now not. So um, walk me through this. Are the chiefs back to being the chiefs after what was a really rough start? I think they're back to being the Chiefs of 2021. So 
I am a big believer in Super Bowl hangovers. I know not everyone is, but then to go to back-to-back Super Bowls and losing that second one, it, it devastates a team. Like it, it's a long, it's two very long seasons and a whole lot of expectation. And sometimes that weight is a little much for a team to carry or they turn around and just assume they're going to win. You know what I mean? Like you're going to get one or the other. And I think that's what happened to the beginning of the season for the Chiefs. I think that there was just a lot of expectation, a lot of assumptions that they were going to walk over the top of everybody. And I saw a lot of comments of, oh, the league has figured the Chiefs out. Well, no, that's not it. They, They figured them out every single week. But the adaptation that we were used to seeing out of the Chiefs just wasn't there. It was it was missed. And the defense looked terrible. Patrick Mahomes looked like an exhausted quarterback. I mean, he was throwing those picks, as, you know, as much as he has ever done. And, and it, he, they just didn't look right. I think there was a point in this season where they had a little come to Jesus and they were like, OK, this is embarrassing and this is not acceptable for our team. And Andy Reid is a fantastic coach. But we know he has had so much personal stuff going on, you know, with what happened with his son right before the Super Bowl last year. And so I think that there was just a lot happening and they had to kind of regroup and they got in. Are they the Chiefs of the last two seasons? I'm not going to say that. I just don't quite see the same spark um, out of them that we had seen in the last couple of years. But I still think that they are a very good football team. I don't know that they're going to the Super Bowl, but they are they are the best version of what they have in 2021. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game, but with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score... You score with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, so... um. You were, you mentioned uh, Mahomes and the picks. He's got more picks this year than the last two years combined, and we've still got what five games left. Um, that'll give you an idea of, of kind of what's going on with him. Um, the offense hasn't looked great. Um, the talent's still there. Is it just a matter of um, you know just making too many mistakes and and not being sharp, or is this a case where you you know you've seen Okay, yeah, him and Hill are there, and and what and um, the running back, but is you know the offensive line has kind of been a, a, an issue. Um, that was why, in, in my opinion, why they lost the Super Bowl last year because both their offensive tackles were hurt, and then so they shipped them off and brought in two new ones, and they've had some injuries there again. And and is it just a case where the line's bad, or 
you know, and, and so it's, it's a talent deficit there, or is there something mm. bigger going on? Uh, I think it's a little more encompassing than just the line. So the line had what I think two or three rookies starting on it this year. Like they were babies. We kept calling them the baby line because they were just so young. And so I think it took them a while to get comfortable in the NFL. And then the injuries kind of piled up a bit. I think that that is an issue. So I think that they've looked a little bit better. It's for me, the biggest change were those Patrick Mahomes overturn when he would overturn the ball. We all know that they, the media loves to hype up when he does the weird little side passes and the no look passes like it's never been done before. The media goes crazy for it. It's been done before, but he was very good at it, right? I get it. People were excited. It was fun. Well, a lot of those were the throws that were getting picked off now, were those ones where he was trying to. The teams have learned just because he's looking one direction doesn't mean he's not going to throw it. And they think they've started to watch him a little bit differently, prepare a little bit differently. So I think that's part of that. Um, And then there is a confidence level. We all know once a quarterback starts turning it over, you have a tendency to see it spiral a little bit. I think there's a little bit of a confidence issue there. And it took him a minute to get that back. Patrick Mahomes is a fantastic quarterback, one of the best without question. So, of course, he was going to get it back together but he's still really young. And so I think that maybe it just took him a little bit longer than maybe it would have a Rogers or a Brady or someone who's been in the league for just a little bit longer. I think he had to kind of snap out of that. He has 3,300 yards, I think this season. So, I mean, it's not like he isn't getting the job done. I just think that there was a little bit of a confidence issue. And when you don't trust your line, you're, you're going to run, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to, you know, assume some things. And so I think that that took a little bit of time. I'm a little fascinated um, with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. There seems to be a lack of sharpness there at the beginning of the season. I think they've gotten some of that back. I think that that you throw it to Kelsey, he catches it. It's done kind of guarantee is gone now. And so I think that 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 is something that they had to learn and adapt to. Um, So I think they had a lot of little bits that didn't seem like a huge issue. But when you added them all up, it was a big problem. Uh, So you're there in Kansas City. Um, I know you're you're not a Chiefs fan, but you you do live there in Kansas City. How were, were people just like melting down with, oh, my God, the sky is falling uh, when they were, you know, what was it, one and three at the beginning of the year? No, really, they weren't. God love Chiefs fans. They're like, oh, well, we had a good two years. That's it. We're done. <laughs> like, they, like, they're oh. so used to being hot and cold over the years. They're like, well, we got a Super Bowl. I guess we should be happy with it. I don't know what happened. And they and I would talk to them, especially my coworkers and, and, and friends. It's like, oh, Dana, you know, they're going to figure it out. And I'm like, yeah, they are. It, it's the beginning of the season. Give them a minute. They've had to overcome some issues. Mm-hmm. So let's just see kind of what happens from them. But no, mostly it was just resignation of, oh, I guess we suck now. That's okay. So. <laughs> uh, that, see, that's that's actually entertaining to me because um yeah. you know i uh i'm a seahawk fan and so like and i i try not to i don't really do that on this show because this is the nfl mm-hmm. show but mm-hmm. the seahawks were in the afc west for a long time so i um all of the like hatred for the arrivals has, has is gone and i just actually i like to watch the chiefs play and i like to watch denver and and the other teams we're gonna, gonna talk about here um and 
because it's like they're they're the rival that I, I used to hate, but now I don't because they're not mm-hmm. on the, in the league. And um, they're just fun. And so just you give us you give that description of the Chiefs, and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, yeah, I can kind of see that. Because <laughs> there there's always a you're like one year, you know, a couple of years they had Christian Okoye as their running back, and they were just the power running team. And then he gets hurt, and it's like, okay, that's over. There was yeah, never yeah. any like, oh, it's going to keep going, or oh, we need to find another back. It's, nah, it's over. Uh, it was good while um, it lasted. <laughs> I'm dating myself. That was way back in the 90s. But uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that does kind of sound like the Chiefs. Yeah. It really does. It's true, so, right? So, okay. So um, the Chiefs are the class of the division. I, I said that coming in. I thought that when they had that rough start, that it opened the door, especially for the Chargers, who looked like, I mean, they were the, play, the other playoff team last year. Uh, Herbert looks fantastic. Like they've got their their quarterback of the future figured out, um, and the offense and all of that. But they just have not been able. They they couldn't take advantage of the fact that Kansas City was down mm-hmm. um, because their defense is so bad. Right? Um, is there and are they going to be able to to string this together with some wins or is that defense just going to hold them back too much so interesting note um over at the outer football podcast that i do the beginning of the season we season we pick the divisions we think who's going to win that sort of thing before the first game the week before the first game there's four of us that do that podcast and each one of us picked a different team in the afc west Every single week, each one of us picked a different team. I was the only one that picked the Chiefs. <laughs> Kate was convinced the Raiders were going to be just crazy good. I mean, it was just, and I find that that's what's fun about this division, right? Is it's, that you get that. It's a great division. It's yeah, a lot it's of fun. So fun. Um, the thing with Los Angeles, the Chargers, um, is that. Did I say San, did I say San Diego? I probably said. I, I think I, I think. Yeah. I think I think that's been my thing is that they are still the San Diego Chargers in my brain. And no matter how much other people correct me and say LA and it's not that I do it on purpose where I'm just like, no, I'm going to be stubborn. I just can't, I can't say yeah. LA chargers. It's they're there's they've been in San Diego for too long. Um, I still say so. Oakland. So I get it. I totally, yeah. totally get it. Yeah. So here's the thing with the chargers. They have a quarterback for the future. I, Justin Herbert is amazing and he's so fun to watch. The kid is so shy. He will not take an interview. He's just He's just that he is what I call the new Peyton Manning, not in the way he plays football, but in the way he's so likable and everyone wants him to do well. You know what I mean? So you have that. Um, He's at about, I think about 3,500 yards for the season. The lucky thing about them and the rest of that offense is clicking. I, I want to know how to get Austin Eckler to my favorite team because he's just been such a good time. <laughs> I, is, I love yep. everything about him. He's, he's just so good. much fun. Um, but they do have a hundred. Um, so Derwin James has a hundred tackles. Um, so and then Keenan Allen, God love Keenan Allen still here, like still here, Keenan Allen. God love you. So he's almost at a thousand yards too. So it's, it's, it's been this offense is good where they have been struggling definitely is on defense. Um, and in this division, you're not going to be able to get away with that for long. But if you look at, I'm trying to find their schedule. If you look at the schedule they have for the rest of the year, um, they get to play the giants. I say get to, because <laughs> they get to play the giants. Um, they play Kansas city again. Um, but they get to play them at home this time and they beat them in Arrowhead earlier Mm -hmm. in the season. We need to remember that. Um, They get to play Houston. They get to play Denver. 
and Vegas. So their last two games are divisional games. Um, and so I think that what we need to look for is can they capitalize on those teams that they should beat that those teams that they should, you know, do really well with. Um, and then can they beat the chiefs again? I think that's going to be a pivotal game for them. Obviously not just because it's a divisional game, but I think it just gives them the momentum you know, to, to continue to move up within this division. Um, the interesting thing is they are, so the chiefs are at eight and four, the chargers are seven and five. It's not like they have to make a huge jump here, right? Mm-mm. They don't have to go far um, where the Raiders are at six and six, the Broncos are at six and six. So they have their two games behind, but that the chargers are just, they're just right there. They're, I yep. think they have the talent to do it. Well, and, 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 you know, the Texans and giants, those are winnable games. Um, oh, super absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm I'm not I'm trying not to just oh they're going to win those games because that's they're still professional sports. Yeah, it's the it's the NFL, right? Uh, mm-hmm. so, yep. so we don't don't go don't quite go there, but right. those are very winnable games. And if they pick up one more of the three division games, that gets them to ten wins. That's probably enough to get them in as a wild card team. I mean, the AFC is so weird because there's so many good teams. But they're all beating up on each other. And as we you just said, the five games left, uh, three of those games are against okay. divisional opponents. So, you know, there's going to be losses had by all of those teams. So um, they're, 10 wins probably gets you in. You know, they, oh, yeah. I think 10 seems, wins get you in. Mm-hmm. I, I, they, they look like a playoff team to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they do much once they get there because you can't stop the run. And if you can't stop the run – you're not doing, going far in the playoffs. It's, it's going to depend on their matchups. Really, yep. it, it's, it's it's going to be interesting. Do I think they win the division? I think if the Chiefs stumble down the line, maybe. Um, but no, I definitely think they're. I think they're going to get end up in the playoffs for sure. Yeah, I just don't yeah. think that you want to. You don't. You want to go into um, Buffalo or New England mm-hmm. um, or no one wants to play New England. Uh, yeah, or or. Um, you know, the Bengals are, you know, and, and go into, go into those, the, those uh, games when you can't stop the run and it's, you know, three degrees outside and snowing and um, yeah, you're, you're going to be hurting because they're going to run it because they know that that's the best way to do it and you can't stop it. So um, that's, that's just going to be bad, but I, I I think they're a good team. And I, I, I wanted the chargers to be that team. Um, mm-hmm. To come out of that at that division, not that I don't like the Chiefs and I don't like uh, Mahomes, and I'm a, a big Andy Reid fan. I'm so glad he got a mm-hmm. Super Bowl, um, but I just wanted something different, and I always root for chaos when it comes to um, <laughs> all all of the divisions and teams except for mine. Um, I always root for chaos, and the Chiefs ending up as like a wild card team or missing the playoffs, even if it's just by a, a half a game or whatever. Um, that would be chaos. And so right. I, I wanted the chargers, but they, that defense just isn't good. It's just not good enough. Yeah. yeah. But I look at this team and I think two fixes and they are a super bowl level team, two fixes, fix the run game. You know what I mean? There's just these tiny little tweaks. The rest of it is set up. So depending mm-hmm. on their contract situation, their cap situation, their draft situation, but honestly, it's not going to take much for the Chargers. No. They, if they if they can go spend their first round pick on a on a really good defensive tackle right in the middle of that defense, that defense actually will would would greatly improve. And they could use a, an edge setter on the strong side. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, they just need, they need a big body that can dominate in the middle, and they'll be fine. Um, 
So, okay. So moving on to, um, moving on to uh, the Raiders. And I almost okay. said Oakland, even though you warned me a couple minutes ago. Telling Vegas. You. I do it too. <laughs> I do it too. So, um, so Vegas. So th- this was a team. They were actually kind of a, uh, you know, sexy pick before the season. There, people were like, you know, this team is scary. You know, it's, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it, they're good. There's a, they've got talent in the right places and all of that. Um, the whole Gruden thing blew up, and I thought, oh, right. that's that's the end. It's just it's too much, too much drama, too much other stuff going on. I kind of expected them to fall off. They've really held it together surprisingly well. They've made some mistakes here and there. I do think that they miss Gruden as a coach um, and his ability to, to motivate guys and to innovate and, and, and push the right buttons on offense. Um, but they still managed to continue to play well. They're six and six, and mm-hmm. I would not have expected them to be in the playoff hunt at this point when, when Gruden got fired. So um, it's an interesting it's an interesting spot for them to be in. Can they can they finish? Can they, can they get from here to the end? I, I, I'm, I, my, my first answer is no. I think that there has been a little too much, um, well, chaos for a lack, you know, to use your word within the entire team. You know, it's not just Gruden. They, you know, lost a player. They, they, they have, there, there's a lot going on there and they've lost four out of their last five. So mm-hmm. they're not on a good streak right now. Um, and the teams they lost to, I mean, they lost to Kansas City. No one was surprised that. They lost Cincinnati. Cincinnati is the surprise team of the year. So, okay, that makes a little sense. Washington, four-game winning streak. Okay, we understand that. But they also lost to the Giants. And I think it's like a little of that inconsistency. They lost to the Bears. You know, so it's like mm. I- I'm not sure how this team is set up. Um to continue far. If they sneak into the playoffs, they'll be done right away. But I just, I don't see them getting there. They, they have to play Kansas city. They play all three opponent of their um, opponents again, and they have Cleveland and the Colts. It's just a hard road. So I'm not, I'm not super confident in this Raiders team. I think going into next year, whatever they do coaching wise, although apparently their owner is not bothering to look for a coach yet. Um, And so we will, you know, he's like, "Eh, I'll look later. Okay. Okay. Mark Davis. So, but um, I think that going into next year, they've got such great pieces that they, they could still be another good team. I don't think this team is blown up. I don't think they have to change a lot. I just think that this is not their year with Mm -hmm. all the stuff that went on and, and the schedule, the way it's lining up. Yeah. Um, I would, yeah. I, I mean, it does kind of feel that way. The, the, the losing four or five, they, they've been trending in the wrong direction and it's really been since Gruden left, but at the same time they have, they've been competitive. They haven't just fallen it's apart. Yeah. Um, and, and so, I mean, and that's a credit to the leaders in the locker room. I think that, um, you know, car and company, they, they've kept things going in the right way. Um, it's cause it's hard. It, it would be really easy for people to just roll over and be like, okay, the season's, mm-hmm. the season's over. Let's, you know, get through the year. Don't get hurt and move on. Um, but they're continuing to be competitive. Now they're not winning. I'd like to see them win more, but they have also played some tough teams. So, um, they have, and I think that the, the, the don't roll over and die mentality is, is kind of floating through a lot of teams because of how mushed in the middle everyone is in both mm-hmm. conferences. So it's like, well, you could roll over and die, but if you just win a few more games, you could end up in the playoffs. Do you know what I mean? And there's 
playoff bonuses written into players' contracts, and there's all kinds of stuff. So mm -hmm. if, if they can keep trying and sneak in, that would be huge. And so I think that that's partly why a lot of these teams aren't just saying, well, screw it, we're done for the year, because there's still that chance because of how odd it's, it is this year. It's an odd year, but I think the se and the seventh playoff spot um, is it, it, it does make a huge difference because there's that, you know, there's there's going to be one iffy team make games. And usually, I mean, you, you've got six and there's there's always like that one or two teams that just miss. And you're like, yeah, but you know what? You didn't make it, but you weren't that good. And now yeah. we're said there's that extra spot. And one mm -hmm. of those teams that that is not that good is going to make it. And so mm -hmm. uh, it but you know what it's done? It's made it's kept everything really interesting because like in the NFC, there's really one team that uh, isn't really in it. Um, and in the AFC, there's like three. So um, mm -hmm. every other team is still like, hey, we could still do this. So it's fun. And that's kind of the point. Um, right. we, we missed a team, Denver, um, probably, or they, they're the best defense in the division. Um, their offense is weird at times. Um, God, you know, uh, I like Teddy Bridgewater. I, <laughs> I think he too. got, I think he is, um, he's much better than his reputation, but his reputation is so bad that that's still not saying much. Um, but it's, it has more to do with part of it is, you know, he almost lost his leg. Um, with that hit when he was mm -hmm. a Viking and, you know, was they were able to save it. And that's just a huge battle just for him to get back on the field at all. Now he's a starting quarterback again. He's been playing pretty well, completing over 70% of his passes. Um, but really he doesn't have to do as much because the defense is mm -hmm. so good. Right. Um, and I was surprised that they traded away Von Miller in the middle of all of this. Um, one of the best pass rushers we've seen in the last you know, decade and they traded him away mid season in the middle of a playoff run. Uh, mm -hmm. and it hasn't slowed the defense down any. And it hasn't really helped the Rams defense either, but that's a whole different conversation. But interestingly enough with that, I, I liked that move. Now, normally I'm not, I, I'm not a big fan of trading away your superstars unless that superstar is really toward the end of their, their, career and Vaughn is he's been around forever he's one of the best no question but he's not on the upside here you know what uh -huh. I mean I liked it because I felt like it was the more forward thinking that than I have seen out of the Broncos over the last few years I feel like they were like this might hurt us this year but we need those draft picks for later and God knows the Rams hand out draft picks like suckers at a doctor's office. Right. So I think that it's just, I think that it's, it was very forward thinking of them. And, and I, I actually liked the move. Um, here's the thing with Denver. I wrote an article about them um, right before the season started. It says, are we ignoring the Denver Broncos? Because no one was talking about Denver and the way that team was, it was set up the rookies they brought in there, Jerry Judy and how fantastic he was, you know, they have all of these these players that were just flying under the radar and they're no longer flying under the radar. I think that people are starting to give the respect that is truly due there in Denver. Their um, schedule also they, they get to they get to play Detroit. And then again, they have Cincinnati, Vegas, LA, and Kansas City. So this is not going to be an easy road for them either. Um, you know, they just played Kansas City. I, I was really kind of hoping to see a little more from them in that game than we got. Um, but Arrowhead is hard. I mean, Arrowhead is hard, and we know that. And so, you know, some respect there. And the Chiefs don't play well in Denver. 
And that is the last game of the season. So it'll be interesting to see how that rolls out. But um, you were right at the beginning when you said technically there could be four teams in the playoffs here. I don't think. I think at most there'll be three. And I think it'd be Denver that squeaks in if they manage to do that. Um, but I really just kind of see the Chargers and the Chiefs kind of ending up at the end there. But such great strides for Denver compared mm -hmm. to what we saw last year. So I was thrilled. Yeah, it was um, definitely interesting to see that, you know, they made that trade. And I was like, oh, so does that mean they're pulling the plug on the year? And they haven't. They've 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 been good. The defense, and like I said, it's a whole other conversation to talk about the Von Miller yeah. to the Rams. The the Broncos defense hasn't taken a step back without Von Miller. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm wondering, I'm like, we know he um tore his knee and then he got COVID. <clears throat> and he was the guy who was like, COVID's no joke. I had it. It took me six months. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. you know, and all that. I'm like, did Denver see a loss of athleticism or that kind of stuff. They saw it. They saw the writing on the wall and they knew they had the younger players in the rotation. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're just going to play these other guys because we've already got the next, uh, the next guy mm -hmm. here. So let's go ahead and use his reputation to get picks. Um, and it worked like a charm. Sean McVay yeah. worked like a charm. Yeah, you know and, and, it's interesting too because I think that a lot of people were like, "Oh, they're losing their leader in that locker room." Well, then they haven't been paying attention because people love Teddy Bridgewater. The players love Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Justin Simmons sitting back there in safety, mm -hmm. fantastic player, player, great leader. I, I don't think that they really have missed a beat in the locker room without Von Miller, even though I have so much respect for him, and definitely not on the field. Yeah. Um, and that, that's, it, it's the on the field part that, that mm -hmm. it surprised me because, sure. uh, you know, it's just one of those things you pencil in Von Miller as, as, you know, one of the top defensive players in the AFC just every year, because he is, mm -hmm. he's just good. Yeah. Um, and then he, he got, he gets traded and you're like, what are they doing? They're trading their best defender. You got to go back and compare your notes because I don't know if he was their best defender anymore. You mentioned Simmons mm -hmm. at safety. He's been fantastic. Oh, God, yeah. um, and, you know, how much of Von Miller this year is his reputation versus his production? It's fair. And uh, I don't know. And I can't right. say that I have gone in and, and really studied. I mean, I've watched a bunch of Broncos games, but I haven't really studied them because mm -hmm. um, I'm more just watching for fun when, yeah. you know, they when these teams are playing and I'm okay with that. So right. uh, I just, I like what they're doing. I like the fact that Elway is kind of um, taking a step back, turn the reins over to mm -hmm. uh, someone who's a little bit better at, at, at um, player evaluation. Quarterback and, uh, evaluation. Okay. I was yeah. there. Um, Cause he has not been a good quarterback evaluator, which is weird because if you think there's one thing he would know, it would be quarterback play. Um, but yeah, they're they're just a they're a better team this year than I think mm -hmm. a lot of people. So who okay who from the R turf one picked the 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 Denver? Because you said there was four of you and each of you picked a different team. As I believe it was so it was it, so I picked the Chiefs. Kate picked the Raiders. So it was either Sonia or Lisa. I'm I'd have to go back and look at the show or I could ask them. But yeah, they they and now I think it was Sonia because she said that my article convinced her. To, to support the Broncos. And I was like, I'm telling you, there's something there. I don't know that they're yep. going to win anything, but there's something there. Yeah. I, I, I think you're right when you were saying that they, they like had all these under the radar guys that aren't under the radar anymore. And yeah. they've got 
they've got talent there and yeah. people are going to question like, are they, a, are they a quarterback away? I mean, I like Teddy Bridgewater, but are they a, you know, make a, make a run at, at Aaron Rodgers, um, in order to, to basically pull a Peyton Manning again and, and, and go win another Super Bowl or something like that. I don't, I don't know that they'll do that because of the Peyton Manning situation. It's like, can you really catch fire twice? I don't know that you can. And honestly, I don't know that Aaron Rodgers is going to play after this year. So I, I think that I, I don't know what they're going to do. But I there another article that I wrote earlier in the, the year. It was after the first week because all four AFC West teams won and all four NFC West teams won. I said the West is the best. And I think that we have said that about the NFC West for a long time. They're they're all really good teams. But I think the AFC West is going to be good, all of them, for a while. And it's going to be mm-hmm. a blast to watch. Yep. It, it's always – it's fun when you have when you have a division that has – and that's why I had, had you come on just to talk about yep. this division because all four teams are good. Um, you know, in the NFC West, it started out that way. But then Seattle just fell <laughs> fell off and the 49ers fell off. And mm-hmm. and it's really a two-team thing. But even the Rams have lost like three out of four. And, um, and they're starting to fall apart. And Arizona looks like world beaters at this point. And they were winning without their quarterback. And it didn't even matter. Um, <laughs> and their top so, wide receiver. <laughs> yeah. And, and Hopkins was out too. So that is a – that division looks a lot less fun because it's pretty much – it's mm-hmm. it's it, Arizona is going to kind of just run away with it. Um but that's not true in in the AFC. Mm-hmm. The AFC West has been fun, and usually it's the AFC North, um, mm-hmm. where you've got you know you've got multiple teams that are that are there doing their thing and and always fighting it out. And then you got like teams like Cleveland who are scrapping and trying to get you know some recognition and just to get into the playoffs. And then last year they finally did, and so they had all these expectations, and they haven't been able to meet those expectations. Yeah. So they're struggling a little bit, but. Um, Usually it's that division, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's still fun because, you know, three of the teams are still in it. But AFC West is 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 probably the most fun division this year just because all four teams at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's five games left. They're all within two games. Everyone's at 500 or better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to yep. – and honest to God, we can assume that the Chiefs are going to win all their games and do not assume that because these teams <laughs> – each other very tough it's it's going to be great it's going to come down to the wire it's going to be a lot of fun and i always say that barring any injuries obviously but yeah Yeah. i think it'll be a lot of fun the one thing that that i would i wonder is we know that arrowhead is an absolutely like rough place to play it is one of the toughest places Mm -hmm. to go in and play a team and that was that's true even when the chiefs aren't good when they're bad arrowhead is still (laughs) loud and rowdy and it's a it is a thing. And I people mm-hmm. don't people don't understand just how I, I my guess is there's just nothing else to do in Kansas City. Well, and... that's not true. Don't diss my city. <laughs> it's amazing yeah, I, here. I, it's a I said great that place I, to I said that just because um it's, you know, no, but it, it's it's always been a it's always been a really tough place to play. Mm-hmm. Is Vegas? Is LA for the Chargers? Right? Yeah. No, I mean, to be honest with you, those are both what I call destination cities. So the away fans will go there mm-hmm. and fill those stadiums with away fans. Um, Denver Denver's is a, probably Denver's a, the next hardest place to play. Mm-hmm. Denver is a brutal place to play. I mean, mile high is it, it's, it's not arrowhead um, in terms of how loud and all of that, but the elevation is a thing. Like it in isn't December, just in January. Yeah. It Yuck. isn't just something that, you know, people talk about, Oh, no, it's actually a thing. You go there. Oh, for sure. 
and you get tired quickly. I I can tell you, you, you go up one flight of stairs and you're like, why am I dying? Because <laughs> like, there's, no oh, right, there's no oxygen here. <laughs> um, and so it, it really is a thing. So um, those, to me, five games left, all, they have play, everyone plays all the other ones um, mm-hmm. in the division. Those two teams have an advantage because they've got home field. And I don't, mm-hmm. I honestly, I don't believe the other two do. I mean, Fair. sorry, Vegas and, and the Chargers move back to San Diego. I'm sure you'll have home fans again. Go back to- <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, okay. Uh, we are at a half an hour. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Go ahead mm-hmm. and plug. Cause you were on a bunch of shows and a bunch of, and you have your site and everything that you do, please go plug all of that. Um, oh, because so our, my listeners need to be able to go find you. Oh, you're so sweet. So yes, OurTurfFB.com is the OurTurf football pod, um, website. We do our podcast on via YouTube um, every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, um, and it's an interactive show. So if you type into our chat, we are going to answer your questions. That's why we like to do our podcast. It's super fun that way. I'm also on Real Hawk Talk, which is a Seattle Seahawks-specific um, podcast, which is on every Wednesday um, at... It would be 11 p.m. Eastern because it's eight o'clock in Seattle when they do that podcast. Um, and then I also do a UK based podcast called End Zone Scoop, um, which is kind of fun. It's NFL with the tilt from the other side of the pond. So that's a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, you can find me on Twitter. It's at Dana OG. Awesome. Yeah. So um, everyone, thank you for tuning in. You know, you can find me at Matt Myers NFL. You can find Bill, who will be back. Um, hopefully next week, maybe the week after he's all set NFL. The show is PF underscore playbook. Um, pro football playbook.com is the website. You can find us genuinely everywhere from YouTube to any podcast place. So, um, subscribe, please. We need, we need some more subscribers. So, so go ahead and subscribe to us there. And, um, that's it. So thank you everyone for listening. Thanks for listening to the Pro Football Playbook Podcast. Follow Keith at Myers NFL. Bill is at Altstead NFL. The show is at PF underscore playbook. Listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube and at our website, profootballplaybook.co.